Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. And here are your hosts, Rob Smallbone and Matt McSherry. Time versus money, the ultimate paradox. So that is the name of today's topic that we are going to be covering. Now, this is quite a broad topic that we're going to be covering, but we are going to touch on the fundamentals. And we're also going to give you some exercises that you can do so you can then figure out how much money your time is actually worth. Yeah, if you were asked a question right now, how much is your time worth or how much are you worth per hour, would you know the answer? It's quite an easy question by the sounds of it, but quite a difficult answer. But most people probably won't. Absolutely. And because they don't know what they're worth, then they might start to outsource and leverage out. And we'll cut touch on leveraging and outsourcing in a bit. But if you don't know what you're worth, you might then end up indulging in the wrong activities or trying to leverage out the wrong activities. Yeah. Because you need to be leveraging out activities that are worth less than what you're worth. But if you don't know what you're worth, you've got no hope in hell, yeah. basically. This exercise is important. And there's a very, it's not really a formula we've created, to be fair, but it's a very simple bit of the arithmetic that you can do to work, work this out. Well, it's something me and you have, have both done, you know, from our, for early on and when we started. So, you know, it's worked for us. And, you know, we, we know it's worked for many other people as well. So but this is why we want to share it with you, to give you value. And if you know what your time is worth at the moment, then congratulations, well done, superb. If you don't know what it's worth, this is how you would work it out. Hypothetically, let's just say you work full time and you do 40 hours a week and you work 52 weeks a year. Okay, you know, you're on a contract, you're on salary, etc. 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, that's a total of 2,080 hours over the course of the year. Now, if your salary is £20,800, you take that, divide it by the amount of hours you work, so for again, in this case, 2,080 hours, and that equals £10 an hour. Now, that's going to vary. Some people are going to be on 45 grand a year doing 45 hours a week and so forth. It's a very basic formula as such. So a great way of using that would uh, obviously be if you was looking to outsource a certain task, let's say, for example, let's use a cleaner who's going to charge you £8 per hour, but you know your time is worth £10 an hour, then you're going to benefit from outsourcing that rather than doing it yourself. And that's quite a key mental challenge as well. It's okay to say to people exactly what you've just said, Matt, and it's, it's okay to you know record this you know, podcast for yourself, listener, and, and so forth, but then actually going and do it, yeah. it's, it's a different kettle of fish without a shadow of a doubt. It's just knowing what your time is worth and how valuable that time is. Could, could you better serve that time by spending it on something that's going to be more of a high income generating task rather than spending a few hours cleaning your house when in actual fact you could be making a lot more money from doing something within the business. Yeah, so for argument's sake, let's just say you set up a sourcing, property sourcing business and your aim is to, let's just say you only want to work 10 hours a week. Again, we'll assume you're doing it 52 weeks a year. So run through this formula, 10 hours a week, 52 you know, weeks, total of 520 hours. Now, if you, make, if you source one deal a month at £3,000, hypothetically, that's £36,000 a year you're going to earn in the business. Divide that by 520 hours, it gives you roughly £69.23 an hour. So you see the disparity there. 40 hours a week, all year, with a salary of £20,800, you're worth £10 an hour. Do something like property sourcing, and again, you know, it takes time to get to that level. You get to that level where it's 10 hours a week, 
520 hours a year, you're making 36,000 pound a year, 3,000 pound a month. Your time all, you know, goes up to nearly 70 pound an hour. So you, I don't even know what the word for times in something by seven is, but your time is in it almost by seven. So that's incredible when you do that. And you can do the same for what you aspire to earn as well. You know, if you've got a goal of wanting to earn a million pound a year, you go for the same principle. If you want to do it for 10 hours a week, all year, you know, it's the same formula. We'll put a link in the show notes and we'll, yeah. we'll kind of create that document for yourself as well. It's just about reverse engineering, basically the formula that we've, we've given you here. You know, as, as Rob's just mentioned, if you're looking to make a million pound, then follow the formula with a million pound and then, yeah, just work backwards. And then with that as well, once you've figured it out and you've got it written down, stick it on your wall so you can see it every day. And if that's your aspirations, if you're looking at that every day, then chances are you're going to work harder to get towards that goal. Yeah, know what you're worth now. And it goes back to the goal setting yeah. that we've done, knowing your why, knowing your values, etc., etc. Have one for where you are now and have one for where you aspire to be. And you can reverse engineer all these things. We're going through the common questions that you hear when you're networking or people are starting a property is, I don't have time to have the money. So we've got a really useful exercise to be able to help you figure out how much time you actually have rather than you think you have. Yeah, 100%. Because I mean, chances are, you know, some people could be massive fans of watching box sets, you know, and they might think that that time is incorporated in their, you know, busy life, working life, whatever it may be. So if you think about not actually having that time and managing out of the equation, then how much time have you actually got? Because potentially you could be saving hours upon hours on a weekly basis. What we've kind of come up with and what we've tried and tested ourselves is over the course of two weeks, and we think two weeks is a good, a good like estimate. Gives uh, you a fair reflection. Two weeks is about right. It gives you a, a, an understanding yeah, of what's going on. Definitely, because I think a week is just not enough. You can't really get the full idea of what what you're doing on a, a daily day, a day-to-day basis each hour. Um, so yeah, over the two two weeks, what you want to do is you want to put together like a little formula, a little spreadsheet. So for those who like the Excel, get an Excel spread, a spreadsheet set up. Uh, every hour, you want to be writing down what you've done within that hour over the course of the two weeks and then look back and analyze what you've done over them two weeks. And you probably find that there's a lot of time where you've wasted flicking through YouTube, watching box sets or spending time that's not really going to move you closer to your goals. Yeah, put your sleep in there as well. It doesn't matter if yeah. you sleep six, seven, eight, nine hours a night. Yeah, put your sleep in there as well. Do that for two weeks, as you say, Matt, and then analyze it rigorously at the end of the two weeks. Now, you might find if you're working 45, 50 hours a week and then you've got an hour or two of commuting and you clean your house on Sundays or whatever, you know, however your life works, you might find that you've actually got five or six hours on a Saturday morning of free time, yeah. of just free time. That's not going to be the case for everyone. But the whole point of doing the exercise is to, is to find out, you know, what are you utilising your time on? Yeah. How much time do you think is being wasted and how you can almost create time you know, we've all got 24 hours in a day but how you use those hours is crucial that's why some people and we've touched on this before that's why some people like you know sir richard branson elon musk and so forth are where they are and that's why other people you know are where they are they've still got the same amount of time in a day they're obviously utilizing their time differently and you, you, you can do the same we've done these we've done this exercise this exercise definitely works yeah. i think at the end of the day it all comes down to time management you know if you can manage your time wisely and you know that 
a certain time of the day you like to, to wind down, then leading up to that, you make sure that you're working consistently to reward yourself with that extra few hours to re relax and recover. Yeah, you need to have the, the relaxing time, the recovery time is important as well. It's not, the, the fundamental behind all this is, to an extent, you need to be a bit selfish before you become selfless. Yeah. So there's going to be graft that goes in. There's going to be graft. But it's not always about working harder. If you can work smarter, that's what we're trying to, you know, we're all gonna, we're all going to try and go through that process. It's, it's life. We're always going to look to improve on ourselves and work smarter. If you can work smarter, that's going to help. But yeah, do that exercise. Rinse and repeat it. If you want to do it for three or four weeks, absolutely, but definitely two weeks minimum. Then yep. analyse it, sit down, be honest with yourself, don't lie to yourself. This is what I'm doing well, this is what I'm not doing well. Too many hours are going spent on this activity, etc. etc. Definitely do it. Yeah, because you'll probably find that you spend hours upon hours on Facebook, on different social media platforms. And if you can kind of cut back on that and utilize that time more efficiently then you're going to be more beneficial moving forward, whether that's you know reading a book, listening to an audible book, you know, spending time on the business, whether it's searching a right move or whatever that may be. You know, just utilise that time more efficiently. How much money do you have? <laughs> it's, the next, it's the next question. You can easily argue that having too much money sat in your bank account could be counterproductive. People do get complacent. A few people will say, well, actually, if you've got no time and you've got no money, you're in the best position possible. So you're going to have to graft and, and work smartly to, to get X, Y and Z. If you've got X amount of sat in your bank, how can you utilise that in the most efficient manner? And that comes from, again, doing that time exercise to an extent. Yeah. You might have 15, 20 grand sat in savings, but you might find that you, you spend three hours a week cleaning your house. But if you do the exercises that we've gone through and you can get a cleaner in to do that, I mean, you've just freed yourself up three hours so you can do more you know higher income generating tasks and so forth so work out how much money you've actually got sat around good exercise to do if you've got a lot wonderful if you haven't got any don't worry about it not a big deal you can always go and make money if you've got a nice stash of money in your savings or wherever find brilliant utilize that to its you know maximum potential yeah and again this coincides well with obviously uh, how much time have you actually got rather than what you think you've got because if you haven't got much money, then what you need to do is you need to, again, by following the exercise, what we've just given you, work out the extra time that you've got. Maybe go out networking, go to places where there's high net worth individuals where you could potentially raise finance for, for future property deals. There's so many different ways to find finance, but you've got to make sure that you've got the time to go out there and find it. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the last thing to, to touch upon would be where what sacrifices are you looking to make what sacrifices are you prepared to make in the short run to benefit yourself in the long run you know if you're looking to grow your property portfolio or you're looking to you might be listening to this and you might not have a property but you're looking to get into property it's perfectly achievable nothing's impossible so what sacrifices are you looking to make if when you do the exercises you've you've kind of figured out that you've got you know a couple of hours a week only on a saturday morning and you haven't got a lot of money Okay, it's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. It's not doom and gloom. Your property journey's not over. You know, you make time, make the money. Know what you're worth. You, you know, what sacrifices are you looking to make? If you've got a full-time job and you've got no savings, you know, my first question would be, well, how? What are you spending your money on? If you find out you're spending £300 a month on food, okay, well, maybe look to cut that down a bit. Can you cut that down a bit? Can you go out less and eat out less? Because if you're going to save yourself £100, £150, you can utilise 
that money to, as you say, Matt, go and go to some networking events. You know, build up your knowledge on on that time. If you spend two hours, three hours a night watching box sets on your telly or Netflix or so forth, could you half that time utilize that other hour and a half to do some right move research, read, you know, read a book, properly related book or so forth. So you have to be true to yourself on this. And it's things, it's things just as um, you know, if you've got a full time job but you've only got a certain amount of holidays allocated each year, then utilizing that time to go out and educate yourself in different courses. Not everybody wants to spend their time educating themselves and going to courses on the, the only time off that they've got. But at the end of the day, if that's going to be of benefit to you and your business, then it's worth making that sacrifice. Without a shadow of a doubt, it doesn't, it's not sexy. It doesn't sound sexy. It, it, it's not necessarily sexy, but you have to be contrarian. You have to think differently. You have to act differently in these circumstances. I mean, for myself, you can argue that a sacrifice was moving from Reading up to Hull. Now, it's only four hours up the road. For a lot of people, that's a big deal. For myself, not a big deal. You know, mate, you've, you quit a full-time job purposely. Yep. What exactly? I mean, I don't even know how much you're on, but what did you do? What sacrifices yeah, have you so made? I was in a, a very corporate job earning 30,000 plus a year. Um, and I decided to, because at that time I was living in Leeds and decided that I was going to move back to Hull, where I'm originally from, because I knew that I, I knew the area well. But I took a massive pay decrease um, to take a part-time job, which was 16 hours, not bringing me that much money in, but then it gave me a hell of a lot more time to grow the business. And that's what helped me develop and move forward so quickly in business. And an important note on that is the, the and for myself as well, is that our circumstances at the time allowed us yeah. to go and do that. We don't have any kids or anything like that. We've got no other massive dependency. You know, yeah. If you listen to this, you might have wife, three or four kids or so forth. So it might not be the wisest move doing that. But if your circumstances allow you to do that, you know, absolutely. So yeah, we've both made sacrifices and not holding our hands up and saying, you know, look at us, we're complete martyrs, yada, yada, yada. None of that. But if we can do it, you can go and do it. Yeah, 100%. It's self-preference and obviously depending on your lifestyle and the things that you've got uh, going on in your life at the moment. But it, again, with the exercises that we give you, this is a great way to get started on it. You know, and then it gives you that goal to push forward and then you can also either cut your hours down and go more full-time or full-time or part-time into property. You know, it's just about making the short-term sacrifices to benefit for the long-term. Yeah, so in, in, in summary then, the key things to take away from this episode would be to figure out what your time is worth. So work out what you're worth. Do the amount of hours per week times 52 get your salary, you know, divide that off. Again, there'll be a link in the show notes um, with that formula as well. Yep. If you're already in property business, do the same for your property business as well. If property is your only business, then, you know, do it anyway. And also how much time do you actually have rather than what you think you have, you know, uncovering the exercise over the two weeks or if you want a little bit longer, just to get an idea of what you're doing on an hourly basis. But be honestly, be true to yourself when you do this because, if you can be honest and write down everything what you're doing, whether that's scrolling through Facebook, whether it's scrolling through some sort of a social media platform or YouTube, that's a, a great distraction um, for many people. Those cat videos are good. Yeah, and the dog <laughs> videos are pretty funny as well. But yeah, just be honest to yourself. Um, and really, once you look over that two weeks and analyse what you've done on an hourly basis, you will be surprised as to how much time you've actually got rather than what you think you didn't have. So 
that is a great way and a great exercise and it's worked for us and I'm sure it'll work for you too. Figure out how much money you've got. If you have money in your savings account, fantastic. If you don't have any money, not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. Again, utilizing, finding how much time you've got, you can always go and make time. You can always go and make money yeah. as well. So figure, you know, figure that out, what you've got at your disposal. Happy days. And lastly, what sacrifices are you prepared to make in the short term to benefit your long term? Yeah, they don't have to be sexy. They might know you know it won't be sexy without a shadow of a doubt. You're gonna to have to forfeit a few things that might mean something to you. However, if you're prepared to do those sacrifices for you know one, two, maybe three years, is that worth it for the long run? You know, when you get to financial freedom, etc., time freedom, whatever it is you're looking to achieve, you know, when you look back on it, knowing that you've sacrificed a couple of years of your life, is that worth it for, for the rest of your life? Um, and as you touched on earlier, you know, you've got to be selfish in order to be selfless. So keep that in mind. Without a shadow of a doubt. So hopefully that's of use. So check out the link on the show notes for, for the formula and go and do it. It's such an important exercise. It's worked for us. It can work for you. It will work for you as well. Uh, and as ever, thank you for your continued support. It'd be fantastic if you could leave us a review on iTunes, tell us what you like and so forth. The more five-star reviews, uh, the better. We will get into the habit of reading them out, of course, so we can reflect that information back to yourselves as well. Do the exercises. They are useful. They've worked for us. They'll work for you as well. Tell us how you found the exercises. And, you know, Tell us things that you've done with your time, how you can improve as well. Come find us on the socials, the Property Nomads, uh, Facebook uh, group, and so forth as well. Thank you for your continued support. We couldn't do this without you. We'd love to hear from really you appreciate as that. well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening, guys. All the best. Take care.